0: Welcome to Episode 4 of The Pandemic Tapes. My name is Clint Holly, and I will be your host today. The Pandemic Tapes is brought to you in conjunction with Roots of American Music and the Ohio Arts Council. In March of 2020, the coronavirus swept the world and ended life as we know it. Live music events halted. Restaurants, bars, cafes closed. Social events shut down. Roots of American Music, based in Cleveland, Ohio, had brainstormed a fundraising series called Garage Band Garage Sale in which Roots of American Music would sell items donated and also hold live in-person music performances. With the advent of the coronavirus, all of these events were canceled. The Ohio Arts Council was gracious enough to allow us to retool this whole program as a podcast, and what we're doing is we're checking in with musicians and seeing... How they're maintaining their creativity and what they've been uh, doing since they can't go out and do what they do best which is go out and play in front of people rome has a long history of employing musicians as teaching artists and these artists go into schools and homes for developmentally disabled adults and they teach things like songwriting or they maybe they just perform for the enjoyment of the people who can't usually go out and uh, seek out that kind of entertainment on their own Today my interview is with Kevin Richards. Currently, he's the executive director and the artistic director of Roots of American Music, hats that uh, he's been juggling for uh, 20 years now, and uh, he sees the light at the end of the tunnel, uh, Rome, as a, a plan for the future, and he's very excited about that, and Kevin is also a lifelong music fan and musician who plays upwards of 200 gigs per year. So let's sit down today and talk to Kevin and get his perspective on how the coronavirus has impacted him as a musician and through the
1: nonprofit world. All right. uh, My name's Kevin Richards. I'm the the founder and artistic director of Roots of American Music, which was launched in 1999. And uh, today I wear quite a few hats uh, doing executive director duties as well as artistic duties. And... um, I'm the founder of Roots of American Music. Glad to be on board.
0: And you've been a, uh, a, a musician for a good portion of your life, too. When did you start playing music?
1: Uh, you know, I started playing music in in elementary school and uh, middle school, and I played saxophone, and okay. I played saxophone in all the school bands. Most people don't know that, that I, you know, I was classically trained, and, uh, and I didn't touch a guitar until I was in 10th grade, and then I, I got really interested in Led Zeppelin and Jimi Hendrix and Mamas and Papas and Beatles and kind of started from there. And eventually discovered Muddy Waters and Robert Johnson and Merle Haggard and started playing the fiddle and the banjo, the pedal steel and mandolin and uh, started listening to old time string band music. So been playing music my pretty much my entire life.
0: When was your first uh, professional? What was your first paying gig? Do you remember that?
1: Um, I did a job when I was probably 18 years old for some folks that were uh, some adults that had disabilities and, okay. uh, and we did a little summer concert, my, my friend and I, and, uh, and shortly after that time, I did a, a restaurant gig with a friend named Huey O'Brien. We played at au Provence restaurant on Lee road in Cleveland Heights. And, uh, both those gigs were probably in the same week. And that was the start. And, uh, I think I made $10 or $20.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Now and, I, uh,
0: I was hooked. <laughs> now going back to that that first one you talked about about uh, helping some uh, you know d- disabled or, or challenged adults uh, that kind of almost lays the groundwork for some of what Roots of American Music does now, right?
1: That is correct. Uh, uh, we've been up and running for 21 years, and in about the fifth, sixth year that the organization was running, we began to expand to serve more people. Up to that point, we'd work with youth and some seniors and some adults but uh, over the past 15 years we've expanded the work that's with seniors and uh, adults but specifically working with organizations that have adults with disabilities Um, our teaching artists um, currently or have been serving 21 uh, doing 21 visits a month so let's say some say someone like ray flanagan Does two performances a month, and Jack D'Elisandro he takes a visit to two or three. Uh, Veteran Jack Mazenko might go to four or five of them. I might go to one or two of them. So we average twenty of twenty-one a month, um, over two hundred and twenty a year, and uh, you know that's come to a grinding halt. So it's been. Been kind of shocking. So all,
0: all of that is off the books right now. And have you guys been doing? Uh, have you been doing any of the Rome programming uh, virtually, online at all, as of yet?
1: Well, yes, we have. So um, this is really interesting. We this past year uh, we worked really hard on this program called Blues is the Backbone. Um, years ago, when the Rock Hall launched, I, I ran a program called Blues in the Schools for the Rock Hall. And it was for middle schools. It was for um, for seniors, juniors, you know, high school, sometimes colleges. It was an outreach education assembly program. Um, I just began to toy with this idea of, hey, could we convert this blues program, since blues is the roots of so many different styles of today's music, and get it into uh, the hands of youth? And we're talking first grade, second graders, third graders, et cetera. Um, I worked with Juliana Tabor and Jason Myers, and we created what's called Blues is the Backbone. And uh, it's a literacy, it's a songwriting program, it's a basic 101 intro to music, but it's also an intro to the blues. Right. Um, we were thrilled in March, the Foundation Worlds reached out to us and we found out that, uh, that three separate foundations had funded this program. Oh, wow, that's great. And we were ready to launch this, it, it, kind of the opposite of Stop the Hate. Stop the Hate is high school and middle school in the, in the fall, early winter we wanted to run this in the the spring and early fall. So uh, we we were all set to go and, you know, it it got shut down. Um, However, we did, began to work with, uh, juliana Tabor's school and a teacher named patrick chase who's the classroom teacher and he was really great to work with and we we've done about five or six virtual lessons with him oh great
0: so that's so our, we that's walked, well down the road already then
1: well we i ju- we jumped on this you know i i saw this as a priority and an opportunity we just said we got to do this or we're, we're in really big trouble right and it's best we got our toes in the water we got our feet wet now as opposed to the fall um since then the Mals museum has been in contact with us and uh, we've had a couple of Zoom meetings with them. And the Stop the Hate program, which we've run for 11 years, is right. they have every intention to, to do year 12. And uh, we had a meeting again last week with the Rock Hall and also the Maltz. And so uh, they have viewed this digital program. So, you know, we are we don't know exactly what will happen in the fall with Cleveland schools, but we're, we're
0: prepared. Uh, before the coronavirus, how many gigs a month were you usually playing? You,
1: you know, if you include a classroom visit, and you also include a senior visit, and then you go out to a coffee shop and then a nightclub, etc., you know, it's two hundred a year, wow. or something like that. Right? You know, when you, you know, sometimes it's two and three a day, and sometimes there's you don't do anything for four or five days, but. Right. I haven't played a gig since March 11th. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when was your last haircut?
1: <laughs> March 11th. <laughs> and, and for me, you know, you know, obviously, we're talking about income and people hurting, and you know that hurts their cash flow. But for me, more important, I'm, I don't sit around the house and practice. I, what I love to do is get in front of people and just start engaging and right. entertaining. And I love that. And then I love to be. You know, kind of down in the trenches, let's say I'm working with Ray DeForest and it's just a thrill to play music with someone like him where we just kind of partner and go back and forth and he fires me up and inspires me and brings out the best of me. And uh, I, I really miss working with other musicians.
0: I it's, bet. Uh, right.
1: It's just really tough for me to sit at home and not play gigs.
0: Have you, um, have you done anything else uh, virtually online? Have you done any streaming uh, performances or anything like that?
1: I, I did one for a friend of mine named uh, my buddy, Bick Robbins, who lives out in Utah uh, a week after things shut down. He said, hey, I want you to do a concert for my friends. And he created a a Zoom concert and he invited about 20 of his friends. And that was the first one I did. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And that, that was cool. And somebody had me do a little house concert on a porch. Ray DeForest and I did something where we stood on a porch and uh, people showed up with their picnic baskets and their cold beverages and uh, their lawn chairs. And we, we did a little outdoor on the porch concert. So that's pretty much, uh, that's it. That's about the only things that I've done. Uh, wow. As far as writing songs though, I did a lot of virtual, you know, type of things collaborating with uh, various musicians uh, and wrote three songs in the past couple of months, you know, try, trying to use some of the digital tools to help, He'll facilitate
0: that yeah let's talk a little bit more about that because you were doing something that I think some of the uh, the people that we've uh, listened to songs from already they haven't done that you've actually built songs virtually by bouncing tracks back across back and forth across the United States one guy records something and then somebody layers something on top of it puts yeah. it brings it back so tell us a, a little bit about that process and uh, sure. you know if you want to talk about any of the the song any of the songs particularly how they came together uh, you know that would be great
1: well, I'm not a big software guy. I'm, I'm not a tech person. You know, Clint, you are, and, and Dave Polster, and Brian Straw, and Jim Stewart, and I just as soon hired you guys to do it because you guys <laughs> are <crazy>. great. <Right. laughs> and then I can focus on other things, but now it's a different world. So um, I started, you know, thinking about garage sale, garage band, and I thought about this idea about a guy named Jimmy. It was a neighborhood person in in my in my world when i was a kid he, he was an alcoholic and he, he would sleep in the garage and uh um you know that's kind of where that idea came from so i just wrote this tune really quickly and uh, happened to trade text messages or uh, i'm sorry facebook messages with dan Bodie. dan Bodie was living out in seattle dan was the uh former vocalist with the group moco bovo or mm-hmm. still is the vocalist and uh, he's moving back to cleveland just recently retired as a chemical engineer and a good friend and a great singer and a, and a great harmonica player. And so we just created these messages and I said, well, I got these ideas. So I sent him a couple files and we did it a couple times. And he, I simply recorded my song the way I wrote it on my iPhone and just sent him the, the file. He listened to it. He said, that sounds good. Can you send me an instrumental track, no vocals? So I sent him that. He downloaded it into his computer, and he he redid the vocal part. Then he overdubbed the harmonica part, and he sent it back to me. Nice. And we called it Jimmy's in My Basement. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Or Jimmy's in My Garage, whatever I called it. I can't even remember And uh, He sang the daylights out of it. So that's where that one came from.
3: Lives in my basement. He got a toothpick in his eye. He cussed at me this morning with my burger and my fries. Twisting my arm behind my back. You owe me some money. He don't care. His clothes are tattered. Does his shopping at Goodwill? Ain't shaved or bathing. Weeds at this tavern. He'll get his fill Switches his nose and gives a glimpse. Where's my drink, you bastard? With his cane, he'll whack your shin as he spits into your face. I'm a veteran of war, I fought for you. He screams to plead his case. I take my chin beam straight up for the coins I gave to Judah. His breath is gasoline. Slime is a three-toed frog. I kick fast listen's ass. Sixty-three. I beat him like a dog. Hurry up with my boiler maker, Maryland's wing. midnight, But he disappeared out the door Arose from the dead at closing time Kicked his wet eyes off the floor Keep your damn hands off me I ain't going nowhere Jimmy, where do you sleep When the night comes to pass When thoughts of the world when you lay down your drink and there's no place to roam, I'm garage there on metal, brook, I call it my home Jimmy lives where the cars are parked, fuck off, he screamed. This country owes me a medal, and where's my limousine? As he laid down on his newspaper, fell deep into his drunken dream.
0: what has been the immediate impact of this on rome you've spoken to some of it to all these programs just kind of grind to a halt what does that mean then for like the cash flow what does that mean for how you go out and look for grants for the future and then as we get closer to a new quote unquote normal what uh, what do you think that normal you know looks like for an organization like rome that depends so much on human contact and interaction
1: That's a lot of questions. I'd like (laughs) to tell you I have all the answers and I just don't. Let me start with the Fairmount School of Music started 30 years ago. My wife runs that. That provides one-on-one face-to-face lessons in Cleveland Heights. We're located on Fairmount Boulevard above the bread shop. And uh, in March, we closed our doors. Probably 50% of our teachers began using digital platforms. Some of them are not using digital platforms and just stopped teaching. Right. Uh, re- recently, a couple of them are trying to come back and actually teach face to face upon request and in a you know careful situation. But you know that particular uh, revenue stream is probably cut in half. And right. uh, you know can we survive? You know short term certainly, but you know if this happens goes on for a year or two, you know what. It, it's just like a restaurant closing. It's, uh, right. you Do, um, that's what's going on at Fairmount school of music. It roots of American music. Like all our, many of our outreach education programs are just on hold. Um, we do, a, we're usually gearing up for summer camps right now. We're always involved in a couple summer camps and those have all been canceled. We're looking at the fall and hoping the schools are going to let us in, but we're not sure. The senior programs are completely shut down. Right. Um, but we did adapt and we created this senior song program based kind of like on our garage sale garage band idea. And we've had some pretty good luck with that. Um, you know, Pandemic Tapes was la- launched out of Garage Sale Garage Band. Right. But, but, but a second project funded by the Arts Council is called People on the Move, which talks about immigration and migration patterns and refugees and how people came to this country, and, and it talks about family history where people talk about, you know, their, their roots. And what's come out of that of People on the Move is uh, quite a few of our teaching artists have talked to seniors by telephones and by digital platforms and have written and created songs. And they're up on the Roots of American music website. Oh, cool. And we, it's really cool. And we think right. this is a, it's, if you go to the roots website, you, you, you click on the people on the move page or you could click on the, the adults senior pe- tab. That's the one adult seniors. You tap on that. And you'll see uh, uh, Bethany joy. You'll see Alicia, you'll see Ray Flanagan's videos and we hope to build that out. So that we're going to have a bunch of those up there. So we've had to adapt.
0: We've had to, you know, be creative. That's a great segue into the next question that I was gonna ask is was what uh you know you've spent a lot of time in venues restaurants bars over the last you know 30 years of your life um what do you see the impact of the coronavirus on local venues especially places like you know the beachland the happy dog uh, night town those those kind of places um what do you think is, is going to happen and in uh, what kind of loss to the community is going to happen musically and uh, creatively if those places aren't around
1: well if those places aren't around that's a huge loss. And I, I really think it's the responsibility of our community to step up and support these organizations and these clubs and, and keep them going. I mean, this has been the bread and butter and, and the places where all of us have been able to perform. And, um, you know, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna go to these clubs. I'm, I'm gonna be socially safe and you know, maybe I'll send a donation to them or something. But I, I think it's really, really important that these these places survive. And and not all of them will. I mean, it's uh, it's a crazy world, and um, some restaurants are going to close, and some coffee shops are going to close, and some nightclubs are going to close. But you know, maybe some other ones will open up too.
0: Kevin's been very prolific during the whole coronavirus, uh, writing several songs and collaborating with people all across the country, and always trying to find those people that are going to complete his vision for each particular song that he's written. So let's let him set up the next song that we're going to listen to a collaboration with a Northeast Ohio artist named Charlie Weiner.
1: But I thought about uh, these people who were passing away at the late stages of the COVID virus and uh, they're isolated, they're alone. They can't reach out to their family members um and i just thought about how horrible you know watching lester hold every night on the evening news and hearing about more people dying in in hospital beds and and they were totally alone and so i just started thinking about this uh this idea for a song based on uh, someone who's on the verge of death who finally crosses over and embraces the afterworld and and uh, once they cross over they're free uh, free of burden they're they're feeling pretty good and uh you know, so I came up with this little melody and this little chorus, and I sent it to Charlie Wiener, and, and a couple days later, he sent it back to me, and uh, he wrote a bunch of verses to it, and um, I I think it's really pretty cool, and so um, I think he called it Jesus, my friend, and so that that's what we have, and, you know, usually when you write this stuff, you go in the recording studio, you do, right. you do it upright, you do demos, you got everything worked out, and, and these... These are all, that's, you know, one step before the demo.
2: There's, right, you know, there's, right, no, there's, right.
1: there's no keyboard part. There's no, there's no upright acoustic bass player. There's, you know, this. These are done bare, bare minimum type of things, which right. is overdubs on um, using iPhones. But it worked. And if we ever get to the other side, I want to go in the recording studio and record these songs, you know, and do them upright.
0: Well, these are a good representation of uh, the moment, you know, right now, though, too. And I think that's a lot of what the pandemic tapes are is trying to show is like how uh, although you can't go into that studio right now, how you can uh, still accomplish your what you want to do and still be creative with the tools at hand. Um,
1: well, well, I think all of us have to push forward. I mean, this is, you know, set setback, but we got to look at the upside. Right. We just got we just got to try stuff and see what works.
5: Dance one more dance The song is complete Keeping time with the heart Each breath that I breathe Lonely the sound That surrounds And fills the air Please take my hand Jesus my friend So I'll know you're there Memories in. I'm back in those places Let the movie begin Joy in smiling faces The lonely gets drowned Since love all around Without care Please take my hand Jesus my friend So I'll know you're there Footsteps in the darkness soft Cool hand on my brow Whispered words of comfort soothe Like sacred vows Regrets like leaves Fly on the breeze Love recall A day so sweet It's time to leave I'm coming home now Wrapped now in peace Settling down in my soul Let me float free Guess I'm finally whole The lonely is gone Filled by summer song As light as the air Please take my hand Jesus my friend So I'll know your Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: mad magazine
1: advertising mascots b-movie posters and cartoons oh yeah i can't forget cartoons Check out our website at twodesignerswalkintoabar.com. And listen
0: wherever you get your podcasts or visit evergreenpodcasts.com.
1: Uh, my thoughts between now and the end of the year is I'm just going to keep trying stuff. Right. <laughs> just, you know, I'm just not going to lay idle. I I, I look at when you, when you get knocked down. When I was a kid, I was a gymnast. And when I fell off the rings and I got banged up and landed on the the crash pad, my coach would pick me up. So you feeling okay? And I say, yeah, I think I'm all right. He'd say, well, get back up on those rings and do that again. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And it really taught me, you know, in my gym, my gymnastic coach taught me that when you fall down and and you get hurt, uh, you just got to try and just keep, go forward and just, just try something. And uh, and if you try 10 things and one thing works, uh, that's good. And uh, you've got, and so my message is let's uh, let's be safe let's you know let's stop this spread of disease but let's figure out how uh, how these arts how these arts organizations are going to survive we got to have arts we got to have restaurants we got to have clubs we got to have painters and musicians right chalk artists and we got we got to figure out to support it. Thanks
0: for tuning in to another episode of the Pandemic Tapes. Usually this is where I bring up the outro music and thank a lot of people. Um this time I'm going to go out with a third song. Kevin's been amazingly prolific during this time, so I'm going to go out with a, a final song. Uh, they just submitted it as the title 19 co-written by Mark Freeman and sung by Bethany Joy and uh, you know it sounds so sweet. So we'll do uh three songs in this particular episode and and uh you know Help you get through with some music. So, thanks for listening to the pandemic tapes. My name is Clint Holly. I am your host, and uh, this is produced in conjunction with Roots of American Music and the Ohio Arts Council. If you are interested in finding out more about Roots of American Music, please go to our website, www.rootsofamericanmusic.org. Click on the Garage Band Garage Sale tab and find some great items for sale and make a donation to Roots of American Music to keep our mission going full steam ahead. So until next time, have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon. I can get off of this island
2: A new stage I'll play every day and When I get myself off this island The crowds will flock my way Oh, nightclubs are coming back When 19 goes away To the other side Till the evening is unbound Sunday morning coffee shops All the afternoon go round I'll be raking in the dough Unless the virus Shuts us down No more naps for breakfast Just to get me through the day I'll crawl at the crack of dawn All oh, they'll love to hear me play I'll write a new one Every day if Corona clubs are coming back and 19 goes away and all the fine musicians whose music is their craft they'll make a new vocation we finally got the shaft perhaps we'll look for something new, a chance to play for free, we'll call on our creative tools to All we can be And when I get off of this island I'll be rolling in the bread. Just might have to lose it to find it So right now it's time to share When I get off the unknown